What's going on, my friends? Welcome to episode 122 of the Gay Gal Podcast, where we talk everything New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, national, and international sports. Hosted by your Shuli Agrasani, Joyce Sarah, Atlanta Cunningham, Alex Rich, and Sam Morrell. You can the podcast right now on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeart Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also watch us right now on YouTube. I'll show follows on social media at Get Your Game On With all said, it's time to get your game on. Yo, Michael, what the f*** was that? I was saying a tribute to Takeoff from Migos who just passed away. You were lip syncing me doing the intro that you were doing that whatever it was dance. What was never, that? You never, heard of, you never heard of Bad and Bougie? What? Ranger, drop top. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. Okay. Yo, R.I.P. the takeoff into Aaron Carter, who were my two favorites. Aaron Carter was the man when I was growing up. Sam, if you don't know who Aaron Carter is, I don't know what to tell you. My person, I'm seeing visions right now, so I can't even tell you who the fuck that is. But you like the Migos, though, Sam. You know who Migos are. You ain't that stupid. And I know who the Migos are. I'm currently seeing them right now as a vision. Sam is just, I think he's high off his ass. Okay. <laughs> to give context, I am not a high for anyone that's wondering. I'm not high. I am currently sleep deprived as I have not slept for 39 hours. So Ladies fine. and gentlemen, this is what happens when you have an orgy for 39 hours straight. Yeah. Congratulations. Let's clap it up, Adam and Alex. Let's clap it up for Sam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He has three hours. Like, Due to your play, right? Um, yeah. How'd it well, go? Viewers, you want to hear something funny? What we, me and Adam did to our good buddy Sam the other day? Let's see. We were driving in Fort Lee. Yeah, was, this- uh, yeah tell, tell the Halloween story. Tell the Halloween story. So we were driving. Adam were hanging out. We just came from the batting cages. And we went to Miller's. Had a good place for sports food. Go there. And so me and Adam was like, let's go drive to see Sam. So we drove to Sam's house, and Sam lives in the bad part of town, and Adam and Sam live in a good area, but he lives in the bad part of town. So we went to the bad part of town, see Sam's house. We ring the doorbell. We say, trick or treat, and Sam is like, who is this? Who is this parents and these kids go trick or treating? Mm-hmm. And Sam's like, let me just pull my Sam thought we were trick or treaters. He thought we were trick or treaters, and Sam was like, really? It was you two idiots? Same one, give it a side. Okay, so here was my side of the story. So, on that very scary night, a very scary um, big man and a very scary Jew decided to come to my door while they were both jerking each other off. And then, for some reason, they offered me a ride to a very scary Halloween. Um, ride and I took the offer for some strange reason and they were both just still jerking each other off the entire drive and then the scary Jew said to me alright get out and yeah that's how it went fuck (laughs) well that's one way to describe the story (laughs) 
That sounds like a murder she wrote. Okay, but no cap. When we did go to that parking lot, I literally thought we were going to die. Because it was just an abandoned parking lot. Oh, oh, yeah, we were in the abandoned parking lot too. Because this golf sport college sports place she used to go to, we decided to miss it. Well, at least the remains of it. And yeah, it was, I'd see like all the stuff closing down. And we were just seeing this empty parking lot. It was fun. If we were about to die then. If we were about to die. We were about to die then. Shoot. Yeah. And then tell our viewers what we're doing in two, in a week from Friday. You guys, you guys want to announce it now? Yeah. Let's let's. Get All right. Let's tip. announce it. Let's announce. Let's, let's announce it. Um, on Friday. Uh, on Friday, November eighteenth. You're truly. Michael Cunningham and Sam Rowe, along with along with hopefully another friend of ours, we will be in New York City for uh the Michael K show twentieth anniversary party. And then we'll be in attendance. We're gonna do a little party beforehand, and we'll do a little party after. I'm probably gonna stop at Nintendo World, pick up a new Pokemon game, then we're gonna go there, and then afterward we're gonna go um do whatever. And Mike is gonna hook up with three girls. So yeah, nice little announcement there. What's, what's on we, the show today, boys? Are we, we, we do, are we gonna do a vlog for it? Probably not. What? Are we, did you want us to do a vlog for it? A vlog in a nightclub. How how would that make sense? Yeah. We look stupid as hell. Yeah, probably not, no. Maybe a little bit of social media content, but nothing. When, when we meet Michael K, maybe. Oh man, we gotta get a picture with them. We gotta picture with like a dollar We get a picture of all of them. You do. Yeah. To our viewers, if you can refer us to our show, review our review to a show, we'll try for hundred likes. We'll get Michael K on the show. We're, oh my god, we try to get Michael K on the show. I may literally faint. I may literally faint. <laughs> For a hundred uh, likes, we will try. Uh, if you like this episode on YouTube, for get us a hundred likes uh, or three hundred views, we will we, personally we, try to get Michael K on the show. We will, it, it, we will try to get Michael K on the show. All right, Sam. But bless with me. How is uh, your play? Okay. So okay, go ahead. It, it was fantastic. It literally got sold out every single show. So I performed in front of, I think, then maybe around 700 people in total, maybe 800 people in total. It was really nice. It was a really good play, really informative. And um yeah i'm going to be on broadway so fuck you bitches but <laughs> i heard he's not that good an actor if you know what i mean oh no mike you understand i literally saved the last show because someone forgot an important line so i had to improvise and then we kept going like nothing happened ladies and gentlemen sam morio is Michael Cunningham's bitch? He tell he says what I tell. Him. <laughs> wow. 
He 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 turns his his mic off because I'm telling you, because he's my bitch. All right, you guys ready to get this? I turn my mic mic off because, for one, I don't want anyone to hear me while I'm talking to myself, potentially, or hear any noise in the background. And two, it's because I'm going to TikTok to drown out the bullshit and blasphemy that you try to spill. Uh Ladies and gentlemen, Sam is on gay people, man. is on grinder for gay men because he just found out he's gay. No, Mike. It's called trying to act, Mike. It's called trying to actually not become deaf and stupidity. I hear from the mouth. That's what it's called. Yeah, first of all, the only girl that said you date is Helen Keller. She's blind what? and deaf. <laughs> Michael, that's fucked up. <laughs> Listen, Helen Keller, low key. <laughs> We're going down. We ain't making it to season two, guys. We ain't making season it. three. We ain't making it to season three, guys. We ain't. I can almost guarantee it. So I, I have we, we are gank. We we are gank ass before launch of season hey, I, three. I, I, I can promise that. Wait, it's, yeah, it's like Sam had a three way with Helen Keller and Rosa Park. No, I can't say Rosa Park. I'm black. I can't say that. You're fucked up, Mike. <laughs> He just had a he just spoke to Helen Keller one on one. I mean, Mike, 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 can you imagine like the big <laughs> Imagine they haunt me and Sam for the night, they just haunt both of us for what wow. we said. You see, Did you imagine that? I mean they probably already do. They probably haunt me and Sam <laughs> she's probably haunting us and probably like, when he comes to heaven, I'm killing him. Hey, what's on the show today? All right. You guys ready to you guys ready to get the show on the road? Alright, so alright, so guys who are opening the show with today, guys. Stacy's mom? I wish, I wish. We gotta start off the show with some Brooklyn Nets drama. Alright, so which alright. There's two pieces of drama we gotta go over. Which guys do you want to do first? Let's talk about Kyrie effing up. Alright, right, let's talk about Kyrie. Well, it's kind of like a resumption of the previous story, because guys, in case you've been living under the rock, Kyrie Irving uh, tweeted out um a link to a movie that is widely considered to be to be anti-Semitic. And for those of you who don't know, apparently the context of this movie um it basically says, oh, all the Jews are responsible for slavery. Uh, the Holocaust never happened. Like, a bunch, a bunch of shit that we are not going to go into further. And, like, Kyrie was called on it, and they kept on doubling down and kept on doubling down. And I feel like, guys, I really feel like that was the worst part of this Kyrie situation. Because right? here's, cause here's the thing. Like, if, let's say, let's say, in hypothetical, Kyrie, we sat out. People on I put for being anti Semitic and pe- and he says like oh shit it's considered anti Semitic I'm taking it down like if he ain't got out in front of it the backlash wouldn't be nearly as as big big a, 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 as it was I say I really think Kyrie Irving really could not have handled uh this this situation like uh more poorly but 
eventually, eventually, like after like multiple times of failing to apologize, uh, he was spent five games by a broken net. He did a all, and then he finally ended up apologizing to Twitter. Did you guys want me, guys? Did you want me to uh read you the statement from the Brooklyn Nets and the uh and the uh and Kyrie Irving? No, he could. You you if you want to, it's up to you. But Sam looks like he's about to fall asleep. No. So be careful how you read it. Let me go. Let me let me give you uh the let me give you um. Uh, let me just give you the the statement from the from the. Adam, do the statement from the Nets. Don't read Kyrie Irving's bullshit. It's apology. Because we all know it's not an actual apology. Okay. Uh, let me just read the next statement. Can I say something real quick on this since I know the, know the guy? Go ahead. I knew Kyrie since we played AU Ball for the Wolverines back in the day. Um, I know him. he's been he's been a controversial figure for the last three years. Let's be real. Actually, in the last seven years, he said the Earth was flat, which that's here or there. And then he didn't want to get the vaccine. Here's the thing: I knew this man over for twelve years. This is not good for him. It's not good for your brand. You're effing up the bag. Let's be real. We need NBA to get that bag in the play in the NBA. It's all about the bag. He's fumbling it right now. He's fumbling. You just got dropped by Nike now. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. It's always been, in my opinion, he's trying to think it's the blacks versus the Jews. Let's just be real. That's how that's how they that's how they want to make it sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's see, the two most deprived people in in the American culture is black, is the African American and Jewish in the Jewish culture. Let's be real. There's no slavery and the Holocaust were two after things that happened in the world. People were killed by it, they were raped by it, they were affected by it. But however, even though one was happening over 300 years ago, one happened in the 1930s and 40s, but that's a computer thing. Let's not play the blame game of who, who's, what's worse than worse. Let's not play this blame crap. Oh, pretty bad. Black people were imported from this country to this country. People from Holland and Russia had to escape with nothing on it to come to America. Let's be real. Nothing was bad. They were both pretty fucked up things that happened in the world. They were both pretty bad. I hate when people try to play the black man is the Jewish guy. It happened to me. Three of my closest friends are Jewish. And they're on the podcast with me. Let's just be real. And I live by Jewish people. I'm used. I'm used to both cultures. And like we love you back. You got black, have Jewish. I know how she goes through when people want to put her against one race. What his thing? Wants a whole entire race and wants a whole entire religion. Let's be real. You can't have a feud between a race and a religion. Because there, in some parts, where there are black Ethiopian Jews. Okay. And they're from Africa, people. Let's get it. 
together. They were both pretty amped up. That's all I gotta say. Nico. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, can I just expand on that? It's like, I love what you said, like, uh, about, like, uh, because unfortunately with, uh, and here's where we're gonna get, like, uh, even though, I mean, political's not the right word, but here's where we're gonna get into this. Like, with all, with all the stuff with Kanye and, without, and now Kyrie, there's this, I don't know, but I've been on social, like, on social media, I've seen, like, apparently there's, like, some sort of divide going on between the black community and the Jewish community, I'm just like, it's just, it's just so fucked up because because Michael, you can agree to this. The the and the people who oppress both the the, the, the people who love like um white supremacy, like white actual racist white supremacists, they hate blacks and Jews equally. One hundred percent. They like this does nothing to like they they can see like two groups that they hate fighting each other and then they can just sit back and laugh. Here's it's the thing. I'm gonna add on to that, brother. Let me add on. Go ahead. Go ahead, definitely add on to it. But white supremacists, they're just having a field day. They can just chill and be like, we don't have to take, take them out anymore. They're taking out each other. Here's the thing. Let's just be real. Martin Luther King Jr. worked, who was probably the, and Martin Luther King Jr., who was probably the biggest African-American figure on the planet. Wanted equality, and that's what the civil rights movement was about: fighting racism and having equality in one another. That's what the civil rights movement was to get more rights for black people and to have equality in the world. People are twisting it. Let's be real: people who support Black Lives Matter was made by a Jewish person. People don't realize Jewish people want to be want to help the black community, vice versa. But sometimes. Is either I live in a town where some of the Jewish people don't want to ha- go to the same schools with black kids. I have seen it happen. Let's just be in my town. I'm not proud of it. Here's the thing: we all have really bad similarities to come here. You had the Holocaust, which was extremely bad. You know what Kyrie Irving said, which was extremely wrong. That the Holocaust doesn't exist. That is BS. It was like, messed up. It's and like, so that's not true. That's not true. The Holocaust was a very, very, very bad thing, and so was slavery. And I hate it's when like, people put one against the other. It's, it's BS. It's like, it's like both, both are bad. bad. Like, like, both are it's bad. Like, it's, it's, like, it's, end death, it's like, where you want to be dead? It's like picking your death. You want to either get shot to death or you get exploded. Get exploded. They're really pretty both bad. And if some Jewish people and some black people want to be like, oh, we made each other, you know, because we're fucked. Here's the thing. Some towns in, I don't know, Bergen County, think it's a feud between us. Honestly, we're all human beings. Let's be real. We all have bread in our blood. If I can't, then we all like water, and we have bread blood in our veins. So if I'm guessing if you have a green blood, there's something wrong with you. Adam, this is just getting me upset. Think about how we can't come as a country. Other countries are coming in as a whole together. We had to be that stupid, effed up country that can't get along with each other. We have a mission. It's called love, man. It's correct. Alright. Alright, but Michael, if you, want, if you give me a chance, let me just read the Brooklyn Nets statement. Um, Here's their statement. Well, over the last several days, we have made repeated efforts to work with Kyrie Redux <sighs> help him understand the harm and danger of his words and actions, which which began with him outside of any of the deeply disturbing anti Semitic hate. 
leave the same path of education as China should to be the right line. Thought that we had the uh, made progress with our joint commitment during the grand Canadian college. We were just made to say that when given an apology to Mia, when given opportunity, opportunity to Mia such that Kyrie refused to really say he has no anti Semitic beliefs nor acknowledge specific hate from the film. There's nothing to say after the film. Such fair and inspired anti Semitism were given clear opportunities to be against the national organization and constitutes conduct at Toronto 17. According, we are the view he is currently unfit to be associated with Perkins. We decided that Kyrie will serve suspension without pay until he satisfies a serious objective of the meal measure to address the harmful impact of this matter and specifically to serve the week north of five games. So he's spent at least uh, five games uh, by Perkins. And uh, apparently, did you hear his report by Shams? What did Shams say, brothers? And here, here, here are six uh, items that you must complete to a recruiting team. Apologize, condemn what we mean. He cut me, checked me, checked that box off of the Instagram apology. Fifty uh, donations to anti-hate causes, sensitivity trading, anti-Semitic chain. Me with ADL Jewish leaders, me with Joe Side to appreciate understanding. So, so there's all that. Uh, Sam, you, Sam, we haven't given you a chance to answer it. The chime in here, so if you want, you can chime in. <clears throat> Sorry, I can't really hear you. Can you hear me now? Perfect. Yeah, we can That's hear perfect. you. That's perfect. It's just really upsetting. It's 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 upsetting at this point, and it's ridiculous. It's just like, how stupid do you have to be to post something like that and double down on it? Especially like, because I heed how he says how he represents the brothers and the sisters, especially. When literally both people went through close to the same thing. Not exactly the same thing, but close to the same thing. Like, it's just, it's it's just, does he not realize? I just, I just need to know, does he not realize that? Because me and you were Jewish, Adam, to an extent, you were Jewish. Does he not realize that people during the Holocaust were also being used as slaves? Also being, you know, being raped, abused, killed. Literally just like what was happening with black people, how black people were being enslaved and raped and abused. But does he not realize that literally that both both were happening? It's like and then he makes a bullshit apology saying like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like sorry that I like hurt like the brothers and the sisters that are Jewish as well. It's like it's like it's a bullshit apology. 
truly, it's a bullshit apology. Until I hear from his mouth, I'm sorry. Until I hear that from his mouth. It's just like, and it's one, and like, again, Adam, like you said, it's one thing if he would have just said, like, he didn't even have the same sorry. He just should have took it down and said, my bad. I didn't realize, my bad. But the fact that he doubled down on it, it's like, Mike, Mike, I'm leaving you with you. I want you to give a real answer with this, all right? All right. Let's say, let's say Trey Young puts a racist movie on his Twitter. And then Trey Young doubles down on that racist movie by not saying sorry. Mike, what's going to happen to Trey Young? Backlash. He's and probably going to get wakened. This may be, you know, a man. Because he's mixed. So. Okay, and, uh, Mike, okay, Mike, Mike, who's a white athlete? Like, who's like, who would you uh, consider a white basketball? Like, any Luka, white Luka basketball? Luka Doncic? Luka Doncic. No, he's Luka. He, he's Luca. Is Luca mixed? No, nah, he's no. one. He's straight. Okay. I don't, th- I don't think. He's well, so, okay. So, so what would you do if Luca? Yeah. But what would you do if Luca just posted a racist movie and then doubled down on it? A Luca would be canceled. Yeah. Yeah, the the outrage would be like would be deafening and justifiably yeah. so. But here's the thing, guys. Let me, let me, let me add on what Sandy said. Just, just, let's be real. The commissioner of the of the NBA is also Jewish. And he didn't say anything about it yet. Adam Silver didn't did. say nothing about it. No, Mike, he did. Yeah, he, yeah, he did, enough? but it took him a while. Yeah, he did, but it took him a while. Lebr- LeBron also uh, chimed in on it. And he's like Kyrie Irving. He's like, and he's Kyrie's your know, former teammate too. Mm-hmm. I re- I really like what I really like what LeBron like had to say about it. Like he, he like you're saying best, like uh like like hate is wrong. Whatever form hate is wrong. Well, oh yeah, guys. Did you see? Did you also see uh what uh what Kevin Durant had to say about it? Like, did you see Kevin Durant's interview? I saw a bit of it, but. Yeah, and like, and and long story short, like, uh, he honestly, like, I can't. I'll see if I can give you quotes from it, but I think when you read Everett Durant's body language, he just looks like I've had enough of this shit, man. Like he, he, he just hears like, like he say like, oh, I'm not here to judge anybody. He's just, he, that's just honestly the way he came off to me, like. Like, he was like, oh, he could have taken a hard stand on it. And if you want to make that argument, fine. But the way I view, like, what Kevin Grant said is he's just like, it's like another fucking thing. It's like, I'm like, he just seemed, he just seems, he in that interview just seemed like, he just seemed exhausted or anything. And honestly, because I don't like like that. I had enough of this guy. Either I leave or we trade him. Yeah, and I, and I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. He's a thing. He's he's been in the spotlight since he was a senior in high school, and sometimes you can crack under pressure. Yeah, but getting so back to uh, getting back to uh, Kyrie Irving's um, like 
getting back to Kyrie's project, like I you 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 said saying that you you don't buy like you don't believe in Sasha. I speaking of like okay, like I said we're gonna meet him. You know Peter Rosberg, right? Uh oh. Like 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 Pete like Peter Rosberg, like he's like um he's very into the same stuff. He's very he's very vocal on social issues and he yeah, he's also Jewish. You guys really surprised Does Peter Rosenberg actually believed the apology. And and he actually said, he actually said, you know, um, he would be willing to have Kyrie Irving like on like Hot 97, you know, Ebro in the morning. And for and for uh, and for like, Ebro and, and Peter and like for them they, for, for an interview and, and and you guys you may you guys may disagree. I think that would be a great way for um for like for Kyrie to like like it from Kyrie to really like put this like I don't fit in, in, into an issue of sincere problems. Like forget me with like all the Jewish leaders. Forget like all that. Forget like all that. I I feel like I feel like that would be like because because you know Ebro's like Ebro's black and he's also Jewish. So I really feel I really feel like um that would be a type of environment where where Kyrie like will be like intimidated, but at the same time Ebro and like Peter like will go at will like go at him. So I get I again like I just I just wanted to throw that out there. I mean whatever you got I think like I just wanted to throw that out there. Alright guys let me let me wrap something real quick. But I'm like oh, wrap. here's the thing. Remember her, remember how when Tiger Woods had his scandal and got the wrestling police Kobe Bryant had his scandal? I mean, there are plenty about this that has scandals. Here's the thing. People are, even though Kyrie was completely wrong in the situation, they were probably going to literally forgive it when he wins the championship. Think about that. It always happens when somebody has a something with social justice or does something extremely crazy. Once they do something good again, it goes... It goes right down the train. Like nothing yeah. ever happened. Because the media is going to clean it up like it usually does. Yes, Let's just they, be real. Kyrie Irving doesn't like the media. Let's just be real. That that is true, but honestly, what athlete does like the media really? Shaquille O'Neal. There you go. <laughs> that is true. That is true. No, but Sam, Alex, I need you guys to time in. I need all three of you guys to time in. Put your mics on. Let's put our mics on and get. Go ahead. Let, let, Sam, I got a question for you. If you sleep, you better wake the heck up. I got a question for all you three of you guys, all being Jewish. Yeah. Tell me how you guys feel about it. Because I give you my stand. So how do you guys feel since all three of you guys are, are all Jewish? So how does it make I, you I, I I pretty much gave my feelings on it. Like here, here's why I land. Here's why I land. Like I honestly, like honestly, like Sam, you may disagree on this. I don't think Kyrie is like a bad and malicious dude. Like I, I, I don't think like that. I think he's weird for sure. I definitely think that. I definitely think he's weird, but I don't think like he's a malicious guy. We've seen him in the past, like really terrible. Like remember he he bought like a George Floyd's family like um a new a new home like I so I I, I I don't think that like, he's a bad dude. I just feel I just feel like he's just he's just a type of guy that just can't stop shooting himself in the butt. No Adam he is. Yeah. 
because go ahead. Adam, Adam, go ahead, yeah. Sam. just listen to him about to say very carefully. Yeah. I'm being clear. Think about what I'm about to say really carefully. When he apologizes, who does he apologize to? Wait, hold on. Let me go back. It's always to what he calls the brothers or the sisters. You know what that well, means? Well, right? let, let, let me read. Let me read. Let me read. He says specifically his apology to all Jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected by us. I am deeply sorry to have caused you pain. I apologize. So he he he, he specifically apologized to like uh, the Jewish families and communities. Again, though, that that apology I'm calling bullshit on, okay. just because. Again, think about it. He didn't. He could have said that on three separate occasions. He could have said it, and I mean, like, say verbally. And he decided after he got suspended to post on Instagram at like eleven at night or twelve at night. That's when you're going to apologize and on Instagram, really. But here's the thing, Sam. Let me add on to it. Everything is he. He felt like since I did it on social media, might as well I'll apologize on social media. Get my drift. And I'm not defending the actions. I'm just no, no, no. I, I, I can, I can get that, Mike. But then I did. My thing is, I just need like an actual. I'm sorry. Like, I get I'm what you're saying. Like, like Mike, I'm not saying he has to like. Get on his knees and start saying like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry!" Like, I'm so deeply sorry, and start like crying, like literally, like Mike. Just go to any sort of camera. You don't even have to go to a fucking podium. Just go to any sort of camera and say, "I'm sorry that I hurt them." That's it. And then just yeah. move on with the interview. Like, just say that one statement: "I'm sorry I hurt them." Five fucking words. Move on. Exactly. Take this exactly. Alex, how do you feel, Alex? You haven't said one word about it. Yeah, Alex, we're going to give you the floor here to talk about this. Um, I, yeah, I think it's just like immature of Kyrie to say this type of stuff. Uh, it's like really crucial for for anyone to say anything like what he said and and uh during this time in this world is um it's uh it's kind of hard to put in words but it's like really really hard to dry digest um everything what a person can can make a religion for what it's for and I just feel like it it breaks so many people's Parts of just hearing what he has to say and having his thoughts destroy across the country and uh, he's just a guy and I'm it just it's disappointing from my standpoint I I feel like there's no way I think that's just. I think it's no better place to leave this stuff off with that. With that, like, really, we'll have to see. We'll have to see where this uh, story goes. You know, I'm sure this isn't. I I can almost guarantee you this isn't the last time we're gonna be talking about Kyrie Irving. Like, 
on this podcast. So it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. But guys, guess what? We don't, before we get to um, our hot take, that's not the only story we got revolving the Nets. Let's go to the other one. Steve Nash has been fired as head coach. And here's what, here's what I'll say. Number one, good move, you know. Like, with all due respect, Steve Nash, great person, great guy, great basketball player, you know. um, He just wasn't the right coach for this team. Was uh, see, here's why I, I got to agree with you, Adam, as well, because Speaking because I'm no basketball better than anybody in this podcast. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it real. You can't mold a basketball player into a coaching role. Let's just be real. Steve Nash was never an assistant coach. He never coached. Let's just be real. You gotta be like, for example, like Phil Jackson did the same thing with Derek Fisher. He was a great a great role player. Derek Fisher was. He he didn't coach for a bit. Like, how can I say, like, Juwan Howard, great assistant, was a great assistant coach, player, and then he became assistant player coach, and then now he's coaching at Michigan doing great. You have to be molded into it to be a great player. Like, Jason Kidd, he he was a, he was a player before he retired, and but he also coached the Knicks when he was coached the Knicks when he was in play. So when he went from the Knicks, coached the Knicks on the, like, sidelines, and then he kept going up when he posted that. He didn't do that well. He became assistant coach. Now he's doing well with Dallas. Like, what else can I say? Like, the great bad, the greatest point guard, Magic Johnson, the greatest point guard of all time, was the most crappiest coach when he coached the Lakers and when he coached LA Sports. Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all time, ever laced up a pair of sneakers, couldn't coach the Bobcats. And you, this is what I gotta say. You have to be molded into a coach. That's why I see Nashville to do a good job, in my opinion. He didn't do well. Because some basketball players are meant to play basketball. Some basketball players are meant to be basketball players, coaches, GMs. Well, I think LeBron James probably be a great coach. I hate the guy as a basketball player. And I'm a Laker fan. That says a lot for me. That's the point. But I think he will be a great coach. Because he knows the game well, and he coaches, and he's a GM for every team he goes to. Get what I'm saying, Adam? I co- I get what we're saying. I 100% agree. And it's like because his like Steve Nash has never been a head coach for, and like um, and 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 has never been a head coach for. And he goes into this mess where he's expected to win right away. Like, like here's the thing: like, when you when you hire a rookie head coach, guys, never been a, a and no head coach experience, and you play in a situation where he's got Kevin Durant, he's got Kyrie, he's got James Harden, he's got Paul, he's got like um, and he's expected to win a championship. Like Steve Nash was just put in like um a no win situation, in my opinion. Here's the thing, Adam. Uh, let me agree. Let me add on. Go ahead. You have probably the two biggest egos in the NBA right now, and you had to coach both of them. And you have when you had the Harden three biggest eagles, and then you had a player that you traded for that doesn't have his head in the basketball right now. And with the two biggest eagles, yep, you were not meant for that. Yeah, but I yeah. think Steven Adams. I think he will grow from this experience. Yeah, I think he'll grow from this. I think he will. Uh, yeah. Probably be an assistant coach somewhere. If I were him, yeah, an coach. I want. I want to say close to him getting another job. Like he'll probably, he'll probably have to wait. Well, I'll have to go to the assistant officer. So I, I don't necessarily think like 
him like getting up getting another job again. I don't think I don't think this is to say the end of his head coaching career. I think he's gonna go to TNT and do become a commentator. That's what a lot of NBA players do. Uh, I, would, I would like to see that. I would like to see that. That's why I think he's gonna go. Heck, to- have him become a commentator on yes. I would like to see him on yes. No, but I think I know at the same team. time, uh, there's probably going to be some tension there. So. Guys, let me tell you. You know who the best coach that never had any coaching experience that did well was Mark Jackson, in my opinion. Yeah. Mark Jackson. Yeah. Let's be real. When he took the, when, when he did for the Golden State Warriors, I think, in my opinion, if Mark yeah. Jackson did not coach them that first year, yeah. they wouldn't have won that championship when he left that year. They wouldn't have won he was on that setup in base for it for that 2015 Golden State Warriors championship. Run. And that's what Seth Curry yeah. said at that day. All right. But, yeah, I agree. But 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 I feel like, yeah, it's the right, yeah, again, it's the right move. Like, Steve, like, I, I get, again, it's just like, he's like, he's a rookie at OJ. He's expected to, you know, um, to like uh, carry the seat. And like, he's just not with the team there now. Here's where this situation gets ugly, guys. We talk about one. We talk about one like a uh, like problematic like individual carrier. They decided to move to another person that is reported that deep earned. It's nothing's official yet, and in fact, there's actually new information on this. But it was reported by Woj that 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 currently suspended Boston Sucks head coach Emi Udoka is would be the front runner to take the Brooklyn Nets job. Let me explain what's completely wrong with this theory. Let me explain. Uh, can, 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 can I just can I go I first, Michael? Can, 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 can I go, can I go first? I, I promise you I won't take more than a minute. You have 30 seconds. All go. right, here's my here's, here's like 30 seconds. Uh, on paper, it makes sense because Emi Doka, he's a defensive head coach, his team East defense, you know. He's coached for the NSRA, he's assistant for them under SSRA. So on theory, it makes sense. But then you take in like, all like the reason why he's suspended, and all like uh the the and all the unclearness surrounding situation. Asian, it's like I my first ever. I'm like, please no, like please no. It's like because the last thing this team needs is another off court controversy. It's the last thing this team needs. Hold up, a boogie. Go ahead. Let me let me let me wrap to you real quick. Here's why I'm like. How you're a coach for the Celtics, and that's the team I cannot stand the most, Miss Boston. But however, you got suspended for having an affair with uh, with one of your executives that's under you, and then you go to your rival team and want to be applied for a job. Adam, if you would have told and that's me, the thing, and that's the that's thing. I didn't even finish. Can I talk? Oh, sorry. I thought you were finished. Go ahead. Now, here's the thing. They were supposed to, the Bells and Celtics were supposed to be the Eastern, were supposed to represent the Eastern Conference final. I would have said that. They would have had to, kept that same coach about the controversies. And, and it hate, kills me to say this. I would have said Boston would have won the NBA finals. I would have said it hands down. Boston Celtics would have won the NBA finals. Think about it. They would have beat any team that got there because they're young. They're hungry. They're, they're they got the same team from last year. Everybody's coming back. I would say Boston won the championship because they they had that great coach. Yep. 
But now I'll see. Now you got a coach that may go to the Nets. Now I think this is a good coach that the Nets if they get him because he's a de- defensive oriented coach, and he's going probably he, and they don't have a defensive anchor because Ben Simmons. Let's just be real, is dog shit right now. I think he can make Ben Simmons better on defense and make Ben Simmons one defensive player of the year, like he did with the more Marcus Smart. Yeah, definitely. Let's, let's do the hot take, Tommy. It's the same as well, 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 We're going to get to the hot take really shortly. It's just, does this email you? I want to like give some more thoughts on this email dope situation because I, I have more thoughts on this. Because apparently, we, there is a new report about who, who is it from. I just got this official bleach report like, before we started this podcast. I, okay. From, I, but, it just says Stein. It's just it's a report from Stein. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, Mark Stein. Sorry, Mark Stein. According to Mark Stein, straw boys have pushed. I have pushed aside to reconsider um, hiring um, Greek say hiring you go friend. I feel. I feel like that's the right. I feel like that's because again, you can't risk like other countries first. Because and here's the here's the thing that really bothers me. He's still under contract with the the Celtics. The Celtics, if they want them go for this, they could demand something in return. They could demand assets in return. You know what they said? They is it's important that they would be willing to let him go without any compensation. You're telling me that you're gonna hire a guy that um who who was suspended and the Celtics are willing to just let him go to you for free, like. At this point, there's something there with this email you know situation. Like, it's like there's something there that I know that the next frame on it's gonna blow up in his face and it's gonna come on this whole and we're gonna have to and it's gonna be in this whole freaking dumpster fire. It's just that's why like, if I'm the next like uh, with email you know, I'm I'm saying I'm I'm saying thanks or no thanks. Sam, go ahead if you want to give your thoughts really quickly and then, and then we can move on to a hot take. Um, Brooklyn is a fucking mess, and you know, Steve Matt. Like, how do you hire um someone who did that in their organization? Like, you may have done an amazing coach. Don't get me wrong, but do you do you really want to test that theory of? Him with Kyrie Irving. That's like putting two stupid people together. So, and trust me, for the footage that gets cut from the show, yeah. between me and Mike, we know how that looks. Wait, what happened? I said, it's like, it's like if you put Emi Odoka with Kyrie Irving, that's like putting two unhinged stupid people together <laughs> and we already see how that works with me and you like oh, oh dear god we need help exactly exactly this show ain't going nowhere this show ain't going nowhere it's it's like like if you're just like here's the thing let's say like um let's say let's say in theory let's let's just say in theory like that all Ime Yudoka did was have a consensual relationship with like a, like a staff or a female staff. Let's say, let's say in theory that's all he did. If that's all he did, then I'd be willing to bring it on. Because he'd be like, okay, 
like, like he's still cheating on his wife. He's that's like you're you're cheating on someone on your team. Like, oh, so okay, but you know what? It's consensual. You know, I'm willing to. You know, um, I'm willing to bring him on here. Ralph also was that may not have been as consensual as we think it may be. And like the the and the Matt Barnes report that's like a hundred times uglier. And it's also willing to let him go free. If I'm the Nets, I just stay far away, far away. Like the guy, Dan Quinn is, is that his name? Something Quinn. Who is that? Who who is that? Who is um that thing? Hold on, who is it? Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder. Sorry, Quinn Snyder. Like I, I if you if I had a, I I would go on the Quinn Snyder route if I'm Nets or or. Uh, like that that would be like that would be the more safer option. Or 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 just um or any I mean I, I'm not gonna say any because I don't want another Steve Masters. But you get but you guys get what I mean. Just stay away from me and you go Alright guys, you know what time it is? Hot take, baby baby. It is time for the hot take of the episode. How many hot guys? How many hot takes of Marcel has Marcel missed? So many. He's missed so many. Guys, guys, say it's again. We're waiting for. He's now like uh He is now. He is now two uh hot takes behind the rest of us. He's now two hot takes behind the rest of us. So once again, we're going through another thing where all four of our names are back on the wheel. So. What was a hot take last time? I don't even remember. Oh, yeah, it was Sam saying the Nets won't make the playoffs, so it got approved. So, like, whatever. So, <laughs> guys, ready to go? You ready to get this party started? All right, guys. All our names are back on the wheel, and the wheel is spinning. Starting now. The hot take for episode 122 will be done by back to back Samuel Morell. I can it be someone else? Maybe it doesn't have to be me. It has to be you. Has to be like there's no other choice. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing mine. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not doing one. I'm not doing one. I mean, uh, it's, I mean, I mean, I mean, did Amy want to trade places with uh, Sam? Nope. Nope. I love you, buddy, but you're on your own. All right. All right. I see how it is. I see how it is. I, I got a hot take, baby. I'm brain dead right now with the side take. Mike, do you think I can do a hot take? Mike, Mike, I have now been up for 40 hours. Do you think I can think of a hot Okay. Let me see. Let me see. If I just thought, I just think, I just think, you know, I did just think of one. I did just think of one if you wanted me to go. I mean, I so, would, it would be 100%, but worst case scenario, like, I could go. Okay. It's up to you, Sam. It's up to you. Okay. So, Adam, here's what we're going to do. Right. Say it. If it's not good, then I'll do mine. But okay. if I think it's a good one that we can actually debate, then yeah, sure, you can go for me. Okay, so <laughs> here, here, here's my hot take. My hot take is Aaron Judge is a top three player in Major League Baseball. Oh, 
Okay, yeah, no, that's bullshit. We all know that's true, anyways. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's not even a hot take. That's just like, in a, like common sense. Okay. Okay, so ready? This one. Let me see. Oh, this is gonna be a good hot take. That was god awful, Adam. Ready? Are you ready? Go ahead. The New York Knicks are not. The New York Knicks are going to be better than the Nets. Oh, I approve of this hot take. But not only that, I will go one step. Continue. No, I'll go one step further. The New York Knicks are going to be 20 wins better than the Brooklyn Nets. By meaning they will have. 20 more wins than the Brooklyn Nets. You know what? I you know what? I gave you the benefit out of the beginning of this, Sam, but you know what? I'm going to go play Switch now. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> as for usual, as for usual, Michael, uh, like texting in the hot take is over. You have to debate it. Adam's just salty that his team is not making the playoffs this year is fine. But yeah, it's just... Oh. <laughs> what is he just doing? Just check, just check. This is another bullshit hot take, right? Oh no, this is being 100%. Okay, now. okay. I'm good, okay. Again, have a nice hot take. Text me it's over. Okay, so... <laughs> Number one, the Knicks just have a better coach. That's obvious because the Nets don't even have a coach. But number two, the Knicks' core is just really blending nice. Like, like RJ Barrett is starting to do his thing a little bit. Jalen Brunson, he's doing really well. Julius Randle's also doing pretty good as well. And the team's just gelling really nicely. Um, let me see. What is their record even? The record's good, right? I'm pretty sure they have a winning record right now still. Yes, but, we do, actually, but... they, they have a losing record. They're four and five, but they are seventh in the East. I just feel like they're going to be really good this season. I really do. They think they're going to be really good this season because they do have that nice young core or young-ish core under a great coaching staff. And on top of that, the Brooklyn Nets, we see they're a train wreck right now. I mean, we just got over what Kyrie Irving was talking about. Kevin Durant's doing his thing, but like it's just Kevin Durant and even Kevin Durant's really not doing that hot right now. And then, yeah, like the Nets are just exploding in front of our eyes. To be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if the Brooklyn Nets finish with like the second worst record in the East. I really wouldn't like I wasn't gonna go that far at first because I was like, yeah, they still have Kevin Durant, so they still be some like somewhat fun. But like you Mike, you even see what they're doing, right? Yeah, it's just god awful. It's just god awful. It's just like I'm not saying that the Knicks are this like ultra amazing like super team, but like the Knicks have a pretty damn good team. 
Like, you can even agree with that, Mike, right? They have a pretty damn good team. Yes, and, we do, brother. Yeah, and it's like combining that with, like, the Brooklyn Nets just roster that's just getting destroyed. I can really see this next team having 20 more wins than the Brooklyn Nets, like, easily. Just for the sure fact that the chemistry is better, the coaching is better, the players can gel better. And we're really starting to see, like, the emergence of, like, R.J. Barrett. We're starting to see Julius Randle take more of an action. Jalen Brunson is a great piece. Like, Obi Toppin slowly finding his way. Like, the Knicks are just finding their way, and they're, they're, they're really going to be a good team this year. So, yeah, that's my hot take. Adam is over. It's a text because he's a pussy. But yeah, but both of you, that was a good hot take, right? It was pretty, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, that was a good hot take, right? It wasn't. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It wasn't blasphemous. But then again, we have to remember who Adam is. Adam is the Nets KD dick writer. Hey, buddy. He's mad. Okay, so we both know. We, me, Alex, Mike, we all know he's just going to disapprove no matter what. So. Listen, I could have gone. I could. Because low-key Alex, I'm not even going to lie. I would I almost, because Alex, low-key, I was going to say also, like, Philadelphia was going to have a way better record than the Brooklyn Nets. But because they have Joel Embiid and without James Harden's playing, I already knew like the Sixers were going to have a way better record than the Brooklyn Nets. So like that wouldn't have been a hot take. That would just been like a regular take. Okay. Adam, you do, go I, do I even need? Do I need? Do I even need to? Uh, do I even need to give my verdict? Yes. No, I'm gonna give my verdict. I'm gonna explain why uh, your hot take was bullshit, and after only hearing a five seconds, I'm gonna bruise that and break down why your hot take was trash. So, reason number one: this is basically a recycled version of your previous hot take. Your previous hot take, which I approved, by the way, I approved, says the Brooklynets won't make the playoffs. You basically said the you basically said the exact same thing. For us out there, it's just that, oh, a certain team that you pick in the play uh, to make it last, but we better. But I say the, the thing. If you want to say, oh, the Knicks have a better record than the Nets, you know, at, like, fine. 20 wins. 20 wins. So, basically, so basically what you're saying is the Nets are going to finish with, uh, what, 20 wins and the Knicks are going to finish with 40 wins? Yeah, pretty much. Bullshit. Bullshit. You're delusional. Disapproved. So Adam, Adam, in terms of it being the same hot take, you can even ask Alex since Alex was here last time. Yeah. Um, and Mike was also here. Don't worry, I got I got you, brother. I got you. I'll exist. Don't worry. I'll exist, Sam. I'll exist. I got you. No, 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 Mike, Mike. No, I said Mike. I said you and Alex. I said you and Alex. 
You you and Alex can even attest that this wasn't the same hot take. As like it was a different hot take. Adam. It was a completely different hot take. I didn't double down on like, oh, like the Nets are trash. Like I spoke about the Nets a little bit, but it was mostly about how the the New York Knicks are a better team in general, and that's why they'll have twenty more wins. But you know, Adam, fuck you too, I guess. Sam, I love you too. Okay. Okay. So. Both, uh, so, uh, did everyone else get their verdicts in? No, not yet. Okay. So, who wants to go get the verdict in first? Let Alex go first. I approve. Okay. Fuck you, Alex. <sighs> Go ahead, Mars. Go ahead, Michael. Michael, just put me out of my misery. Just put me out of my misery. Adam, look. Now, just screw it, Adam and Sam, right now. I approve. I just wanted to screw it, Adam. All right, Sam remains undefeated. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it, but he remains undefeated. Again, it just proves. Y'all need to cheat in order to beat me. How do we I'm cheat? Again, your ass is a fancy uh, ba- uh, a baseball. I, 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 I get your ass is fancy as well. I'm kicking your asses right now in fancy football. I'm t- about to be 2-0 right now in our fancy basketball league. So, little shout out there. The old, and I want to see some more betting. The only way you guys can beat me is, 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 if, is if you, um, is if you conspiracize and you approve and you, you approve of Sam's bullshit hot takes, but my well-spoken hot takes, you all get together the same same as, 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 as they are. Adam, we're going to disapprove this. We're going to disapprove this. No, Adam, Adam, Adam. When I say something slightly controversial, it gets disapproved. Adam, you know why? Why? Because you don't explain it at all. You just say, oh, Sherlock is a good, um, is a great GM. And then we were like, okay. Did I not explain how, um, the, 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 this is before, let me say, this is You want you want you want to keep up the receipts? You want to pull out the receipts? Sam, didn't didn't Adam say LeBron James wasn't top five? Um, I I wasn't there for that hot take actually. That was yeah yeah you weren't there for that hot take. That one I wasn't there for. Sarah it is. Sarah it is. Sarah it is. Read it. I can't see. Uh, my eyes ain't that good. LeBron James isn't it a top two player of all time? Says it right there. I collect receipts here. So fast, Adam. You say terrible hot takes. At least I say great hot takes. 
Your hot takes are hit or miss. Your hot takes are your hot takes Damn. are mostly good. Like I was saying, your hot takes are mostly good, but then we get Jenkins level bad takes from you. First of all, that was a great take. We're going to agree to disagree on that. I still stand by the decision. I asked a lot of my friends that I watched back when they said that wasn't a good shot. He just threw it up at the buzzer. But Adam, let me ask you a question. Who who are you taking about game on the line? Who are you taking, Kobe Bryant or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the game-winning shot? Kareem. Wait, 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 wait. You say game-winning shot? Yes. Kobe. Okay, you're not praying. Okay. Uh, if we talk, if we talk about overall, I would take Kareem. But if we talk about like a, a okay, shot, then Kobe. Building, if you're building a franchise today, who are you going with, Kobe or Kareem? Kareem. Kareem. Blasphemy, Alex. Yeah. Kareem or Kobe? You're building a, a franchise. Who are you going with? Kobe. Thank you. Sam, you're building a franchise. So you're going with Kobe or Kareem? I'm building. Sam, I know your house is. Be careful what you say. I'm, I'm building the franchise. Who would take Kobe or Kareem? Sam, you know the answer. You know, you, I know where you live, and I know the apartment. So be careful on what you say. Here's the thing: Kobe is top ten, but Kareem is top. Sam, you trying to die? You trying to die, Sam? I'm being serious right now. Like, who am I go to franchise with? Sam trying to die. It's okay. Okay. All right. Well, I would say Kareem because it's harder to find a good big man. It's easier to find. All right, that's it. That's it, Adam. Alex, we in the car. We're gonna get. All right. Guys, ready for a second half of the show? You guys ready for a second half of the show? Because here's the thing. The first half was, you know, um, was like really serious. We talked about a lot of serious topic. Uh, but, uh, now, now it's time for depression for all three of us. You guys know what we're talking about here? Amigos? No. I'm going to throw up. Uh, I'm going to throw up saying this. I'm going to throw up saying what I'm about to say. All right. You ready? Ready for me to throw up? Sam, ready for me to throw up? Alex, ready for me to throw up? Yeah. Yep. The Houston Astros are 2022 World Series champions. <laughs> Guys, can we not talk about this? I, 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 I already had a really um, bad day, and I'm about to start crying. Okay, so, so Adam, Adam, this is, this is the second half of our show. This is the second half of our show, yeah. Like, I'm going. I'll text you my bed. I'm going to text you my bed now. No, I'm Mike. Mike, Mike, you don't need to text your bed. Hey, so Adam, since I literally did my 40 hour mark of no sleep, here's my bet Ravens, money line, Pelicans, money line. Ravens, Pelicans, money line. So that I can actually get some damn sleep and not have nightmares about the Astros and they are too late. All right. <laughs> Adam, I, I'm, I'm leaving the show right now, too. Please don't leave. This, this, this cannot be a two-man show. We need you here, Michael. We need no, you. No, I can't. I can't. The Astros, they, I can't. Do you, you want to make a fun, make an event session? 
I mean, uh, there's there's nothing to be mad about about this squad, even though they didn't win the whole thing. It's just that, like, going back a couple months, you've had no clue what this team would be, uh, especially being 22 and 29 at one point and getting rid of George Rorty for Rob Thompson and remaking everything uh, that the manager uh, in this Phillies organization has done. And it's pretty incredible for this ball club to go all the way to the World Series, which no one expected them to. And they beat St. Louis, Atlanta, and a couple others, which was really phenomenal. Uh, but um, to st- to stay on the topic of the Phillies, this ball club is a special ball club. And Kyle Schrober, uh, Reese Hoskins, um, Bryce Harper all, all played a big role in this postseason. Um, and I'm really proud of the way they they produced at the play offensively. And I'm really proud of the way the bullpen held up, uh, especially in, in the postseason when they needed the most. Uh, it was a really uh, tough, tough year with the changing of the manager, but everything went back, back into place. And um, I got to experience them watching the World Series uh, and having the chance to win the whole thing, but but it came short and and they didn't get the job done. And I really uh, am now interested to see uh, which which players stay with the Phillies and which uh, are going to go. And it's just a matter of time what this team will be uh, until uh, next spring training. And I just hope that 
this team is very, uh, very brilliant at the end of the day and have the ability to to surprise people next season. And I, I just have big faith in this team. Tabitha, you want to give a response? She says, fuck the Astros and fuck the Phillies. But anyway, here, here's my take on this, huh? Here's my take. All right, you want to go tab? Bye-bye, tab. Hold on, so let me let me let out of room now. Give you my take. Hold on. Okay, so here's my take. Here's my take on this. Uh, you can make the argument like a like a like a, about this um series being like a like a six. And it was. I'm not denying that. Like, if you t- like, I'm sure like any Phillies fan say, oh, they would get to the World Series and they would lose. If you told them that like back when George Wright first got fired, I'm sure every Phillies fan would, like would have signed up for that like in a heartbeat. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I still think that if you're a Phillies fan, that you that you're more mad that they lost rather than like um look back season. Here's why. Here's why. You look at like like this miraculous run of it that they went on. This was their chance, you know, you know, clinch that World Series championship. This was this was they had a big chance. They were up two one in the series. They had a legitimate chance to win to take down these Astros, and they and they ultimately that just right. And there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee that. With the with in a in a nestle with the with the you know, Braves are gonna be back next year. The the Mets are gonna be back next year. The Los Angeles Dodgers are still gonna be very good. The San Diego Padres, once they get Fernando Tatis back, you know, there's gonna be some real competition in that league. So when you line look at that, Alex, I'm looking at that saying like there's no guarantee that Phillies maybe get back to World Series at time. This is their chance, you know, really clutch a title and they ultimately felt just short. So so I so I said I said for that I had like some thoughts on on, on that Alex I text that and said that's my sad thoughts yo it was a great run it was a great run for the Phillies but if I'm Phillies right now I'm thinking to myself man we had an opportunity to clinch a championship here and we didn't and now and now there's it's far from a guarantee that we're gonna get back that we're gonna get back there anytime soon. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, even if you're up to one, it's really hard to say you know how to play it out against one of the top teams in the MLB. And and I just felt felt like their pitching was tremendous and the Phillies couldn't help it but uh not get the hits that they wanted. Um but in all Overall, um, I just, I'm just really glad this team got the another opportunity to be in the place where they were, which was the World Series, and I think that major major moves are gonna come in the coming months for this Phillies team, and uh, I see this team being the playoff team next year. I'm not sure if they will have the the momentum of going the whole way, but but just seeing how they played against St. Louis and Atlanta, for example, uh, I really have uh, really high high hopes for this team, and I think that 
seeing what they did really means something special is going to be uh, making its way to Philadelphia sometime in the next two years or three. But I, but I, yeah, I just really hope that the Phillies fans don't don't overreact of not winning the World Series and and life is all about moving on. And I just feel like you just need to just just relax on just reflect on everything that that has been through this Phillies team the past year and and having the chance to start refresh uh for a a whole new season next year. And it's just gonna be a really tough time to say goodbye to to whoever might be leaving Philadelphia for the organization. But I just really hope that this team is as good as it was when they started this year. And I feel like I feel like if they have the pieces that they had to to punch in their ticket in the World Series, then uh, everything will fall in place and they will have another opportunity. Yeah, it's going to be a very busy offseason for the Phillies because now's their window. Like, they just made it to the World Series. Now's their window where they're going to ha- – now's, like, the- I'm sure they'll look at themselves like, yo, this is our window. Now's a, now's a chance, yo, let's go for it. Home. And then maybe, like, sometime in the future we can go for home. So, that's – and that's the thing. With this Evers – with how Evers National League is, you guys are going to have to make some moves or stay competitive. I would ex- I, I would be I would be surprised if we don't see the Phillies make some big time moves this offseason. I mean, I I have a feeling uh, the Phillies are gonna get rid of Gene Segura because he posted uh his status on Instagram saying thank you, Philadelphia. And hey, I'm not the sure players, if- p- p- players post that all the time though, you know. Wait, is he a free agent? I think so. Oh, okay, so oh, okay, then that changes things. That changes things. So, who else is yeah. featured on the team? Um, I have to double check, but I do think Gene Segura is a free agent. Yeah. Uh, man, it's gonna be a very, very interesting offseason for the Phillies. We're gonna have to, we're gonna we're gonna have to break it all down soon at MLB offseason preview show, but. I mean, yeah, I mean, as much as I hate to say, I mean, congratulations to the Houston Astros. <clears throat> Michael, I'm about to throw up. Michael? Mike, are you there? He left. I'm about to throw up. But yeah. Yes? <laughs> I, I just said congratulations to uh, the Houston Astros winning the World Series. <clears throat> I almost threw up again. <laughs> I quit. I'll tell you my bet. The, the, all right, don't next, quit. Don't quit. But, but, next uh, money line. Here's what I'll say. Next money line. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't leave. Don't leave. Congratulations, uh, Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker. I love Dusty Baker. He's my main man. Congratulations. I got next money line. End of the show. Deuces. Wow. Shit. We still got stuff to talk about. 
Did you want me to text them? Did you want me to text them say, get your asses back on, we ain't done yet? Yeah. Let me text them right now. All right. Set such a set. Alright, but in the meantime, I'll just, I guess I'll just monologue for a bit about, like, uh, yeah. Because his thing, the Astros, they are now the uh, gold standard of the American League. Like, still, anyway, if you want about cheating, say whatever you want about, like, oh, this, they had that, they had this, they had that. It's like, they have proven to be the powerhouse in the American League. They've, as much as, even, the, even though one of them has an asterisk, as an asterisk, that's right, they won two World Series championships, they've, They've been to the World Series four times the was it the past six years? Yeah. Yeah, they've been to the World Series four times the past six years. They've been to ALCS all six of these years. They have they are now the new uh gold standard in the in the um they are now, you know, the new gold standard in um in the Amer in the uh, American League. They're not and they're not the gold standard in the American League. If you're the Yankees, you know, Coming next season, you know, there's gonna there's gonna be extra tapes. There's gonna like that like they need to Yankees are gonna Yankees they now have a hell of a climb. That's Houston Astros basically. Like they can't look at us and say, Oh, we're the New York Yankees, like we're the gold standards. No, another team has to ask you and it's time for you to earn that gold standard title back. It's gonna be very interesting, like next couple of months of baseball. Yeah. All right. Uh, we do have, we do have one more. We do have um. Huh. I'm gonna get see if we get Marcellus to join us really quickly to talk about this. Actually, now, nah, actually, now, nah, I don't think I don't think he's available. But yeah, we got one last story to talk about here, and then we'll wrap up, and then we'll wrap up with our bets. Uh, and 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 then we'll wrap up with our bets. Um. Uh, 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 as that is the first down to fall in uh the early off season like has fallen um the the New York Mets are re-signing Edwin Diaz and uh, yeah the New York Mets are re-signing Edwin Diaz like let me bring up the terms of this contract uh they agree on a five-year, $102 million contract, uh, pending, pending a physical. So, that's a, that's just that's just over $200 million a year. And, obviously, Edwin Diaz deserves it. He's right now the best closer in Major League Baseball, you know. And I will say this. I'm a little surprised, Alex, that uh, he signed, that he signed so quickly. Because mm -hmm. I'm, sure, I'm sure that there would have been teams that would have been bidding on him. But, hey, I, I guess... I guess either A, his him and his agents were it's probably both of these things, Charlie. A, his agents like aren't confident that he'll be able to get much more or that. And B, he just really loves playing with the Mets. Yeah. I, I really think that's situation. He just loves playing with the Mets and and like and that's and that's a that's a big enough center for him for that's a big enough center where he doesn't believe like he's really gonna get much more anywhere else or else that would have been worth like leaving the Mets. Mm-hmm. 
So so yeah, that def definitely that's and that's only a first style on the fall. And we're and we're talking when we're talking about this, you are related to uh Aaron Judge VHC. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. So I guess this is this is a great segue to the the other last topic I wanted to show to is that the Yankees held their end of season press conference uh conference uh this past week. Um and a couple of couple takeaways, like uh but like we'll get through the Aaron Judge like thing out of the way first and that and Brian Cashin, like during his press conference, said like basically said what we all knew was like that is that basically like they want to have him back and they're gonna do everything they can to um keep him back. But they it's all gonna it's all gonna really depend like um on like how much House Steinberg is gonna be willing willing to um pay Aaron Judge. That that's a big mm-hmm. leg out from Brian Cashin's press conference. He 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 basically said he said all things like like hey he's a uh, he said a lot of things like he's a superstar on and off the field. You know, we we want to have him back. We love to have him back. You know, um, like he's a money making machine. Like ticket reps, sales reps. He said specifically, he said, he said, "House, I like look how much money this dude makes for us. He's a money making machine. Like you're gonna really like let risk letting this guy go. Like no, open the bank vault for him. And I do think House Steinberg will. I think House Steinberg will. I'm not sure how much he will." But I'd be unless I step for I step for unless some team makes him an absolute ass line offer offer I would be I would be shocked that a judge is not wearing pinstripe next season. Hmm. Yeah, actually, if they if they had any thoughts on that, you could go. Uh. Yeah, it's kind of hard to imagine that that you won't see him. In the Prince Stripe uniform, uh, I think he's going to stay put. But you never know where, where things will take him, and I'm interested to see what happens. Okay, let's see, let's see, yeah, there's a couple of other takeaways from the press. And here's here's where I'm going to get on Brian Castro a little bit. He I he used the phrase like he talks about like um. Oh, you can't really get overreact to results. Like you gotta look at the process, and if you're like um, if you're pro- if you feel like your process is good, you can't overreact to results. Here's why I heard that during the press conference. And here's why I respond. Like that's a good like to have in theory. Like if your process is actually good, like let's like mm-hmm. for example, let's say like the let's let's just say like the Yankees process. Let's let's just say like uh, like that the process is good, but you just fell short. Like that, I would understand. The problem is. All right, what do you guys want? I'm I am boycotting since we're talking about the Astros and Phillies. We're done talking with the Astros. Can we wrap the show up? Because I'm tired. Uh, how Michael, you could go for now, and I'll tell you when we're doing our best. Because I have a little challenge. I'm telling you my bet. I'm going next money line. All right, all right. I'll call you later on when when we're out of bets. All right, it'll be in five minutes. All right. Yeah, yeah, you owe me. Okay, so wrap it up with the Yankees talk here. Um, wrap wrap it up with the Yankees talk here. Wait, when your process is good, it's like there are just multiple holes in the Yankees process. Like, look at the Ike Efford Dawson trade. It's like what? It's like when your process is consistently producing good results. There's something wrong with the process. Look at the Joey Gallo trade. Look at you know, uh, it's way too. Uh, I mean, Frankie Montas like. That's a bad example. Like not enough of the sample size to judge him on, but but still, I said for a look at the lack of my league talent. Like 
Look at the last cuts out. Aside from Andrews, Lisa Avril, those two guys. Look at that or lack of the aches and Bruce and process. Like there's something wrong with the process. And that's the thing. It's just I feel like the Yankees right now are just too stubborn. They think they think that they're like there's still this goal stare and they haven't woke up to realize that other teams like these Astros have proven that they're smarter, that they're like a barrel run organization to them, and they just for some reason they just feel like they're still this gold standard and they're just they just think everything's fine. I, that's why I'm really, really pessimistic about this team like heading to next season. season. Mm-hmm. That's what it's just like, I just really, I just really feel like, and I said four, I said four. Unless Brian Cash is back, I like a one. If if Brian Cash is like signed to like a long term extension, I'm gonna be mad. Guess like a two year window for like a two year prove it ever deal, like fine, like whatever, whatever, like, like I'm fine with that. But if they commit long term to this guy, I am not gonna be happy camper. Mm-hmm. All right, but but that's that, Alex. Um, are you ready to move on to our bets? Yep. All right, let me call Michael right now. Yeah, all right, we're Michael, we're doing our bets right now. I'm coming just in the back. Can I get a sec? All right, uh, all right, no no problem. You can literally talk from here if you want. I got you on speaker. Okay. Okay, so All right, but here's the thing though. What Knicks game are you taking? Cause Michael, for my bet, for my bet, uh, um, I'm I'm gonna challenge you. See if you're gonna do a little head head action. I'm with it. You you say you got Knicks my line, right? Yeah. I've got the Brooklyn Nets over the New York Knicks on my line Wednesday, and I'm throwing a singing part there. I got Kevin Durant scoring thirty or more. Yeah. Okay, you're on. You're taking Knicks over Nets, right? Yeah. All right. It's on like Donkey Kong. All right, Mike, you want to put something extra on this? You want to put something extra on this? If if my bet hits, if my bet hits, you not only have to come on here and say the Brooklyn Nets are a far superior franchise to the New York Knicks, the only you have to do that we have to also come on here and admit and say that Kevin Durant is a top 50 player all time and better than Dwayne Wade. First of all, that last part isn't true, so I'm not going to say it. You have to say it. It's not true. All right, so but will you agree to the first part? All right, all right well, let me think of something else. I'll, I'll say it. Say, yeah, you have to have this. Say over the top nice things about Kevin Durant for uh fifteen seconds. All right, done. All right, fine. All right, done. All right. What 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 will be the thing be if if uh the Knicks win? What will I have to do if the Knicks win? Buy a Knicks jersey. Not doing that. I don't have the money. Okay, you have to wear one of my Knicks hats for me, Michael K. Well, you know what? Done. Say that Kobe is better than Kevin Durant. Okay, done. Say so. Hold on. How long will I have to wear the Knicks hat when we meet Michael K? For an hour. An hour done. 
All right. I'm doing just that. I'm not doing it for the whole night, all right? Hour and a half done. Hour and a half done. Oh, you get to pick what I word? Okay, fine. We got a deal, all right? Guys, it is on like Donkey Kong up in here. All right. I'm I'm Michael. If you want, you can go now. He just hung up. He just hung up. All right. So as I bet to re we're going to recap the last episode really quickly, guys. My ox, you know, all of us won except for one person. I guess who that one person is? Me. Nope. You won your bet actually. What? Sam was the only one to lose his bet. He had the Pelicans over the Lakers, and the Lakers beat the Pelicans. Oh my God! Uh, and here's and here's my bet. I had the Devils over the Canucks on the spread minus one and a half, half, and they covered that. They're the Devils have just been on fire lately. Oh my God, they're so good. I wish I could talk about them more, but. But yeah, they're just they're, yeah, doubles are good. Enough said. But and, and I add ninety point eight points. Alex, my friend. Yeah, Bruins with England's money line. You nailed that. Yeah, Golden Knights with Capitals money line. You nailed that. You got doubles of a Canucks money line, buddy. You add fifty two point thirty one points to your total. Let's go. You finally hit one. You finally hit one of your big parlays. Yep. About time, about time. Marcellus says, Venezuela, Suns of the Bulls, my line. Hawks over Raptors, my line. Ooh, he has 22.12 points. Michael had Hawks over Raptors, my line. Bucks over Pistons, my line. And, um, and, uh, he also had, uh, Giannis to score 25 points or more. And he did that. Uh, he had my guys eighteen point sixty eight points. So up there standings up on like what's the standings right now? Let me let me add. All right, this may be a bit inaccurate, but I'm gonna go ahead and like shout out anyway. Sans at first place. Sans are range are really range in first place. Nineteen twenty seven record, two hundred eighty two point twenty three points for eight stars. Michael's in second place, 19 points on record, 265.50 points for six stars. Um, let's see here. I think Marcellus is Marcellus, yeah, Marcellus is in uh is in third place. Um and Marcellus is in third place, uh twenty uh nineteen twenty seven record, two hundred and six Point six two points for three stars. Actually, friend, you are now in fourth place. Twenty uh fourteen thirty record, two hundred fifty one point thirty six points with two stars. And know what that means? What? I fall into last place. Oh my 15, god! 21, 15, 15, 31 record. 212.67 points for one star. I hit my bet and I still fall on to last. What the actual fuck? 
Alex, the sports guys hate me. The sports <laughs> guys hate me. Oh my god. Do they? Do they? Yep. Or do the bang guys? I should say sports guys so again. Those are doing really well. I just I odd dice sports guys, but the um, but the bang guys so they hate me. What did I ever do? Am I on a season? Am I on? I th I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect. I'm on a season one championship hangover. Is that it? Yep. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right, but we we already got um. <laughs> but yeah, um, I you got my bet. That's over. That's over next my line. Uh, Kevin Durant like scoring thirty or more. All right. Alright, so that's my bad. And you heard Michael's way he's taking the Knicks over and that's my line. Alright. Alright, Alex, you can go ahead and get your bed in right now. Oh, oh yeah, Mike, Michael's more not Michael. Sam's taking um uh Ravens my line and Pelicans my line. What are we doing for uh for ourselves? We'll give ourselves the next two. Why not? Mm -hmm. uh, we'll give ourselves the next. We'll do the uh, other game. We'll we'll give him the next, but we'll give him um Monday's game. Is it Monday's game. I could swear the next played um. Yeah, they play money, they play at Tim Bones. Knicks over Tim Bones. Alright. Alright, Alex, last up. Go ahead and get your bet in. I'm going to do a three game NBA parlay. Okay. So, so, all three games are Wednesday's games. Okay. So I'm gonna do Mavericks money line against Orlando. Okay, Mavericks with Magic. That's one. Milwaukee money line against OKC. Milwaukee money line against OKC. So Bucks, and... all right, Bucks over Thunder. And Cavs money line against Sacramento. Okay. Alright, guys. So I'll best that's all for this episode. Before we end the show, we're going to do a little uh, extra segment here. I decided, you know what? At the end of every single episode, uh, it, it, not, I'm not every single episode, but when I get a chance, if I ever finish watching a movie, ever finish playing a video game, I may or may not say I give a review it. So, I just seriously finished playing Splatoon 3, so I'm going to give my quick impressions of the story mode. This is the story mode. So, quick 
impressions of Splatoon 3 story mode. It was great. It was phenomenal. Definitely easily um I was I can't play over Octopus Bench. I can't play over Octopus at least like gaming wise because Octopus is more challenging. That's that's like one point like with uh that's like one nitpick with uh Splatoon 3 story mode was what it was what's this uh, it wasn't easy, it just it was just more it was just like Octopus is just really challenging and just and Splatoon 3 didn't keep it come close, which again like Octopus just DLC, so it makes sense, you know. I'm sure Splatoon 3's DLC would be more challenging, but but still, I mean, but but still, I mean, but still, I mean, level design was great. It was really fun. And I will say this, Alex. I mean, I'm sure you're never gonna play it, but I I will say no spoilers. The end game to this game will blow your mind, especially if you played uh Splatoon uh, two. The ending to oh, and neither Splatoon two, but if you're familiar with Splatoon in general, the ending to this game and the final boss. Will blow your mind. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, I have one more thing to say. Go ahead. College basketball has officially arrived. Oh yeah, Alex, are we getting a college basketball guest for the next episode? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna reach out to someone. Okay, so. A little tease for the next episode where it's gonna be our college basketball uh, season for season preview with it's gonna be a college basketball season preview, so with a guest coming on, so look forward to that. But Alex, any final thoughts? Uh I'm really excited for the next month of episodes. It should be a blast and I really hope more service comes back. <laughs> We miss Marcellus. Marcellus, where have you been, buddy? Marcellus, where are you? We haven't seen you in forever. Come back to us, buddy. He's too busy being at MSG. Probably, probably. No, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag bring back Marcellus. Text that into the group chat right now. Bring back Marcellus. Hashtag bring back Marcellus. Let's go Devils. Six in a row, baby. Six in a row. <laughs> Hashtag bring back Marcellus. Machine in the group chat. Alright, I'm gonna end, I'm gonna stop the show right now. That's it. This is episode 102. 122 of the Game Game Podcast, Chris Shuley, Angus Sign, Mike Cunningham, Alex Rich, and Sam Rowe. If you like it here, make sure that you like, follow, or subscribe to the podcast. Also, want to join the conversation, the content you do, reach out on social media. We really feature what you have to say if you jump somewhere, friends. Go soon to Jesus Fancy. If you guys your world, leave it and dive in. See you next time, and until then, stay. Awesome.